Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. All right. So we have a few things to share with you all before we hop into tonight's episode. So the first thing we wanted to remind you about is our Motherhood Matter sweatshirts, which we've shared about on the podcast. We opened up a Surrender and Motherhood shop. And over the next few weeks, few months, we're going to be working on some marketing things for that and some new merch. So if you would like to get one of the sweatshirts, the link will be in the show notes. And we also wanted to let you all know that this will be our last episode for this year, which is so crazy to say. And so crazy. We're just so thankful for all of you who have listened along since the beginning or just started listening. We're just, we're so thankful that God brought us together so we can have these conversations with you all. Yes. And then the last thing, we just wanted to continue our holiday series. Um, We've been talking about quite a few topics in the holiday season. And so this week, Carly and I were kind of just going back and forth about boundaries. And so we wanted to have a conversation about boundaries and the holidays with our family and our friends or whoever we're around. Yeah. So I think this, it's only appropriate that we just continue our little reflective episodes on just pulling back all the layers on all the holiday things and feelings and emotions and thoughts and all of that. Um, And then it's funny because earlier I was, I was thinking in the last couple of days, I'm like, have we talked about all the holiday things? Like, what should we record about? And then both of us earlier, we were like, oh, we've got one more thing that we would like to talk about. (laughs) Um, And it's probably just, this is just how God works. Um, A girl that I really, really admire and her content and her work and her writing has been pretty transformative like transformative in my life. Um, and just everything that I've like been through and processed. And I, I found her on Instagram a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was, she was like somebody that I started, I remember she would post every day and it was like every day I was like, you know, me, like (laughs) you see me. You, you, you must know who I am and how I feel. Like, how could somebody be communicating things that I have thought and felt for so many years and even as a child and all of this stuff. So it's, um, you know, I've been off social media for like a year and a half, but I'm a part of her membership program and I still get her email updates and stuff. So her name is Courtney J. Berg and she wrote a book called Loyal to a Fault and it came out this week. And so I had already pre-ordered it and stuff. And so I kind of forgot about it because that was like a month ago or something. And then I got a notification. It was like shipped and then it'll be here. So I was so excited to read it. Um, And so I was reading this book and I've already read it. 
because that's typically <laughs> but I was like sending Olivia so many pictures of different pages and I was like wow like this yeah. is just so good wow. and um so I'm just gonna start off by reading a little snippet because I feel like it will help like lay the groundwork of what we're talking about for this episode. Um, I know boundaries is kind of a hot topic and it's kind of a buzzword and people have like taken it and made it mean things that maybe it's not, or they've taken things to extreme. You know, we always talk about the extremes that happen as yeah. a result of sin and unhealthy patterns and unhealthy relationships. So I feel like this is good to, um, lay the groundwork. Um, okay. So one of my favorite definitions of a boundary is from Dr. Henry Cloud, author of the world famous book boundaries. He writes that a boundary shows me where I end and someone else begins leading me to a sense of ownership. Again, boundaries are created by God and for God. They are part of his plan for our protection and provision. God sets limits to ensure that he stays at the center of our lives. Otherwise, we tend to place other things there instead. It is why we see boundaries throughout both the Old and New Testaments, from God dividing the land from the sea to working six days and choosing to rest on the seventh. We see it when he teaches that we will reap what we sow, we see it through his instruction to seek wisdom and to practice both discernment and self-control. Scripture is doused with boundary work. You and I were created in God's image, and this design comes with limits. For many, the idea of limits can seem suffocating or controlling. This, I believe, is because many have had an experience with limits or discipline that was either abusive or unhealthy whether in their childhoods, marriages, jobs, friendships, or within themselves. This bad experience has left them to toss out the idea altogether, and this develops into a problem of its own. I encourage you to remember that your bad experience with a boundary doesn't make a boundary work a bad thing. It's the human error found within it that does. It is easy to confuse limit setting with rules and control, yet we see in Mark 2, 27, that while the religious people were defining different regulations to keep the Sabbath, God reassured them that the Sabbath was made for their benefit. This is what God does. He sets limits for our advantage, and our part is rejecting some of our own autonomy to embrace and depend on him. It is important that we begin to reframe limits as a blessing by God, for God, and for us. When we approach a boundary practice with this in mind, it becomes easy to use this practice as a gift we have received from our Creator, one that we can and should generously pour out in our relationships. Maintaining a biblical perspective when practicing boundaries is also crucial to keep what the world thinks about your limits in check. Whenever you begin to feel guilty or selfish, you may need to pause and evaluate whether you are slipping back into a pattern that is unhealthy. A worldly perspective will have you, not God, at the center of your relationships. 
it will reaffirm that you can and should pursue happiness and comfort over wholeness and discomfort. It will try to convince you that you can actually fix a situation or save a person from their own problems. But boundary work is godly work. And becoming more like God starts by knowing that you aren't him. So keep that close. The book is so good, y'all. I'm, I'm going to put it down in the description. So y'all go, if you're on social media, I think she's on, I don't know if she's active on Instagram. Um, I know she's on Pinterest. She has a membership uh, program called Know Your Worth. Um, she is just, she is a believer and she's so passionate about this and the way that she lays out this stuff in her book. It is so good, y'all. It's so good. It's so good. And like you were sending me little excerpts and I was like, that is what everybody needs to hear. Literally everybody. Yeah. I think before we started recording, Carly and I were just talking about how the word boundary is just like the definition of it. It's a buzzword. (laughs) It's been thrown around and people aren't actually setting boundaries. They don't even really know what a boundary is. They don't know how to set one. They don't know what an actual how to even phrase it almost. They're just like, no, I'm setting this boundary and it's because you need to change. Not because it's something that I won't tolerate, something that I don't want to be around. It's no, you need to change type of thing. And I think we we could just talk about boundaries and how it's important to set them and have them for ourselves as adults but then also model them for our children. And it applies even more tenfold during the holidays or time around family or friends that we may not necessarily be around all the time. Yeah. Boundaries are about self-control. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes, you know, before we started recording, we were talking about like people just ghost, like ghosting people. (laughs) Like we, generations haven't been taught to like, it's okay to say, no, this is not working for me or Mm -hmm. I can't make it that day. Or I need to change this, or this is not the season that I can do this or whatever the reason is. And so then it's just like, just throw your hands up and just I'll, I'll stop responding. And that's like, that's, that's not a solution or just I'm setting boundaries, but really you're just being unkind and rude to the other person. Like that's not what boundaries is either. Yeah. When you take a step back and, you know, through this book, it just goes into how boundaries is God's idea and the limits. And the it's, it's the only way that we can love people well and serve people well and be Christ like. And so I feel like, we have to, we have to rewire our thinking about like what boundaries really means. And I mean, it's so, it's such a generational thing, how it's been passed down generations of unhealthy, unhealthy relationships, unhealthy family systems, just not knowing, not knowing how to stand up for yourself, not knowing how to say no, not knowing that it's actually not nice to just like kill yourself to do everything for everybody. That's not, 
that's not, it's not healthy and it's not good for you. And it's not good for the, whoever's on the receiving end, you know, it's not good for anybody. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that we've talked about both on and on the podcast is just that to have a healthy relationship, you have to be able to be honest with that person, even if they don't Mm -hmm. want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And this applies across the board in any relationship that you're in, whether it's with your husband, with your wife, with your best friend, with your cousin, with your, with your children, you have to be able to have honest conversations and tell people things. And I think we kind of touched on this in the last few weeks, but if you are not being honest, it's, it's a disservice. Like, like you were just saying, doing everything and going above and beyond and bending over backwards and exerting yourself to exhaustion. What is that? That doesn't do anything for anybody. It it just exhausts you. And then the other person's like, oh yeah, you should be doing everything. That's just how it should be. And, you know, and I think that like you were saying, boundaries, excuse me, generations, they don't know what a boundary is. They were never taught what a boundary is. They were never taught that they can be honest and stand up for themselves because generations before us were taught you sit down and you shut up. Kids are meant to be seen and not heard. And so then obviously all of us adults are walking around thinking the same thing or thinking that we need to people please. And that's, it's not helpful. It's hurtful. It's harmful to relationships. And then it's also difficult when, when you learn and understand what a boundary is and you start setting boundaries with people who have no concept of what a boundary is or are very uncomfortable with them because they see you doing it it's difficult. It's difficult waters to maneuver and it can be challenging and you can get a lot, a lot of pushback. But one of the main reasons we wanted to talk about it tonight is because we wanted to talk about how it's important that our children see us setting boundaries and standing up for ourselves or them in a variety of situations. And this doesn't just apply in the holiday during the holiday season, but it is very applicable because of everyone that we see during the holidays. Yeah. I think we've talked about the Advent season being a season of being reflective. Mm-hmm. And when when we're in this reflective mode, different things come up. I mean, we're obviously preparing our hearts for, you know, thinking about how Jesus came into this world and we're trying to make the this season meaningful and being reflective, it it, it puts us in a vulnerable space. You know, I don't know if people really talk about how the holidays can really bring up feelings of like loneliness and sadness. And, um, I think all of those things are naturally come up when we're in a heart space of being reflective and thinking back over the year or thinking back to our childhood or thinking back to just all of the things. And so when we're in this vulnerable space, I think it's hard to set boundaries and it's hard to. And so I think when it comes to this, it would be helpful to establish your values and what's important to your family and what you want to say yes to and what you want to say no to Mm -hmm. and how you're going to communicate that and how you and your husband can be on the same team Mm -hmm. and you know, all of those things, it's good. 
And I mean, by now y'all are listening to this on the 20th. So you probably already <laughs> have all your holiday plans um, established, but we still want to just talk about this because it doesn't just apply to the holidays. It's all of the time. Yeah. Um, but I think the holidays are just, there is something so vulnerable about this time of year, mm-hmm. vulnerable and, and reflective. And, you know, a lot of people are traveling and being with their family of origin. And that brings up a lot of things too, because maybe you're not who you were when you were a child. And then being around certain people makes you feel like you're that little girl again. Mm-hmm. And you're not, and maybe people understand that, or maybe people don't understand that. And how are they going to react? And it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so that's how we come back to boundaries are about self-control. Yeah. How can I show up and let my yes mean yes and my no mean no? Mm-hmm. And how can I love people well and be around the people that I love and how can we be together and it be a fruitful, healthy situation, you know? Yeah. Well, one thing Carly and I were talking about before we started recording was during the holidays, excuse me, oftentimes people get invited to holiday parties and family gatherings. And sometimes it's a lot of them or like work parties or whatever. And people feel obligated to show up. But like you were just saying, let my yes be a yes and my no be a no. Because why would you want to invite someone and them come, but they didn't even actually want to come, but they're coming because they're worried about how you will react. That's what Carly said to me. And it's such a valid point because why would you want that? If you invite someone and they don't want to go, but then they still come what good does that do? They're there to please you because they're worried about your reaction. That's not, that's not what like a real friendship is about. A real relationship is about. And wouldn't you rather have people who are like, yeah, I want to be there come instead. And we were also kind of talking about how we had mentioned on the podcast, we had a whole conversation about selfishness. If you invite someone somewhere and they don't want to come, and then you get upset with them because they can't come or they don't want to come. That's selfish. <laughs> like it's not all about you, us, whatever. It's not all about that. And so if someone doesn't have the mental capacity to come to a holiday party or to come over for dinner or whatever it may be, that's not about you. That's about them. And so we have to respect that. Yeah that's what they need at that time in their life, then so be it. Yeah, that's so true. It goes back to the honesty in relationships. Yeah. We we need to have relationships that there is a safety there that is like, oh my goodness, you know what? That sounds so fun. But the week that we've had, I just, I don't think I can come. And it'd be like, oh, okay. Like, it, mm-hmm. It's not about, it's not about you and it's not about the other person. It's about, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Like sometimes the answer is no. Yes. You know, and you I, know, that is spot on. It's spot on because if we are not taught that as children, then we're adults who get mad when the answer is no. 
Yeah. That's why we have to tell our kids no, because you it, yeah. it can't just be all about you and what you want all the time. And so, yeah, and then you just walk around offended. Yes. And it's like, it's literally not about me. Not about you. It's not all about us, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we, we talked all about that last week about how just being self-centered and selfishness is kind of woven throughout holiday traditions on, yeah. on accident or on purpose, or I don't, I don't know. Um, I think the vulnerability of the holidays, it, it kind of gives people an excuse or uh, they feel like they can be manipulative or use emotional terrorism to make people feel bad or, you know, oh, yeah. um, I think I heard, um, I think it was a sermon that I listened to um, that was talking about the holidays and it was like, usually the most unhealthy person in, the, in a family is the one that's setting all the traditions. And like, why is that okay? So everybody walks on eggshells because so-and-so you don't want to upset them. You don't want to set them off. You don't want to do things different. It's like, no, that's not a healthy family system that yeah. that's putting a bandaid on, on a, on a bullet wound. That's not helping anything, you know? And also, I just think about what you and I talked about. I wasn't even planning on mentioning this tonight, but I think about, what we've talked about in relationships, like we have to acknowledge that we are constantly growing and evolving and changing and we're supposed to be. And so there are going to be different boundaries at different points in our lives. And we have mm-hmm. to see that in another human and respect that, you know, mm-hmm. like life changes depending on what age you are from mm-hmm. when you're from when you're, when you're born all throughout life. But then I just think about when you're a teenager, when you get married, when you have children, when like everything is different. And so we cannot, we cannot hold people to these expectations that no longer work for their family, that no longer work for their, them, no, no longer work for their family dynamic mm-hmm. or their life for that matter. And I just, I, 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 I think so many people, get hung up on wanting things to be the same and wanting them to stay the same and liking them as they are, that when someone starts to change them, then it becomes uncomfortable and people get upset about it. Mm-hmm. And it's a part of life. Mm-hmm. It's a part of life. People are going to change. People are going to grow. It's not always going to be able to be the way that it was. And it's mm-hmm. not supposed to be, but we have mm-hmm. to honor that and we have to not take it personally and I think that's one of the one really, really big lesson that our society could benefit from is that it's not all about you and we cannot take every little thing per- personal. Yeah. Well, and I love that you said that because I think that's such a good point is things have to change. Yes. I think there is this um, there's this want or desire for like, let's do this because we've always done it. And this is, nobody can change. And if somebody wants to change, then I'm offended and this, you're ruining everything and it's all falling apart and it'll never be the same and whatever. But it's like, if things aren't changing, that means we're not growing. I know we have to grow. We have to change. Well, 
I guess you don't have to, but you're going to be left behind because other people are surrendering to the Lord and wanting to be spirit led and change and grow as, as the natural progression of life. Yeah. You know, I, I think it can be tricky. I think a lot of people our age Mm. struggle with boundaries because I mean, it's a generational thing. And so all of us have our own families and then we have, you know, parents and grandparents and extended family who have this expectation, but our, our duty is to the people inside of our home. So not that all of those things don't matter. It's just, okay. It's a, it's a family team conversation, right? You and your husband getting together. Okay. What, what works? What can we say yes to? What can we say no to? what's important to us because I think it's, it's really important that we realize that, yeah, this is just one holiday season for us, Mm -hmm. but these are the foundation building blocks of our children's memories for how they're going to feel about the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And so, and we're the gatekeepers of that. So, especially if you're an adult and you have struggled with different feelings coming up about how the holidays make you feel, Mm -hmm. we have to get outside of ourselves and say, okay, I have an opportunity here to be intentional about how I'm building these memories for my children. Mm -hmm. And that can be overwhelming because we have to, we have to grieve and we have to feel all the things that we feel. And then we have to say, oh, you know what? this is really not about me. What's Mm -hmm. important is that my, my children are looking to me on what dealing with this in a healthy way looks like. And we're building their memories. Yeah. So, so what are we going to do about it? Yeah. I I wholeheartedly agree. And I also think that because we were, we've been talking about the holidays and all the going and the doing and all these things. And I feel like society has set up these unrealistic expectations of, you should be doing all of these things with your kids every single day in the holiday season. And it, we have to look at what we're setting our kids up for. Mm-hmm. Like, are the holidays about us rushing around constantly and seeing people? And this is not, again, not knocking seeing people, but just like constantly being on the go, even if they're tired, even if they're overstimulated, even if, and if, if they're tired and overstimulated, we as adults can also get tired and overstimulated. So I think people also just need to remember that the holiday season is also a lot for kids. And it's just, I don't know. I just think about what, what do you really want the holiday season to be for you and your family? And what is your family culture? And so, like you said, having conversations with your husband and your children about what works for your family. So that way, when you are outside of your home, everybody already knows. Mm-hmm. And if something is said to you by a family member or a friend, you can feel com- comfortable and confident in setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. Because I think like you said, it's a vulnerable time. And sometimes we feel afraid to set a boundary. And then you're like, wait, why am I afraid to set a boundary when it's something that matters to me and my family? It's about our morals, our values, our beliefs. And it's something that it's like the hill, a hill that we're willing to die on. There's mm-hmm. no reason that that we should feel uncomfortable with setting that boundary. Yeah. 
So, and, and I think it's important to realize that it's, if you haven't done it and it's not a normal part of your life, it will feel uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And it's not because it's wrong, but it's because you have to pull the bandaid off and practice it in a healthy way. Yeah. And that's why it's important to, I think when I started realizing like what boundaries were, I, I dealt with it in an inappropriate way because I didn't know, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I swung from all the extremes of just like avoiding things completely or, Mm -hmm. or being too harsh or, or, I mean, all of the things that have led me to today. And so that that's just part of learning and growing and owning Mm -hmm. my part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and knowing like, how are you supposed to know how to do something if you don't know how to do something, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, and just having that grace on like, Oh wait, I need, that was on me. I need to ask for forgiveness. Oh wait, I need to change the way I'm doing this, or this can be done better. Or is this helpful or harmful? You know, all of those things. But, um, I think a lot of times adults say that the holidays are about children, but then they run their children all around town and say, why are you whining? Why are you not grateful? Why are you complaining? Why? Oh, wow. And then insert all the manipulation about behavior that Mm -hmm. the world does. And so I think we have to pause because if we're feeling overwhelmed and we're overstimulated, how do you think that our children feel. Yeah. It's impossible for a child to feel grateful when they're receiving a bunch of gifts. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry if I had to be the first one to tell you this. It is not possible for a child to feel grateful when they're receiving a bunch of gifts. It's just not. And it's also not possible for them to be able to focus on and say, thank you for each gift and want to play with each one. Yeah. It's not, it's really can't do it. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think kids really like, if you have a hard time doing this for yourself, think of it as standing up for your children. Yeah. Because I, I think people forget like we're grown ups and they're not. So then people think that they're, you know, our children uh, opinion, they don't matter or their wants or desires. I'm, and I'm not saying that you should just surround everything around your children, but, uh, you have to take that into consideration, you know, stand up for your, for your children and say, please don't talk like that around my children. Um, Mm -hmm. they don't have to hug you if they're not comfortable hugging you. Um, we're going to leave because it's so-and-so's nap time or it's, it's getting late or, um, we don't usually eat all of this sugary food. Like there, you can set boundaries around, I mean, anything and everything. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. It is okay. And you can communicate it in a healthy way. And how important is that for our children to see? say that no matter where I go, no matter who I'm around, no matter what situation it is, my mom's got my back. Yeah. I'm safe. I'm safe. And then they also, they also realize I can also speak up for myself. Yes. Yes. Even if my mom's not around. I can think for myself. Yes. Yes. If I don't want to do that, I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, 
it's crucial. Honestly, it's so crucial. We've talked about so many layers of motherhood and parenting and people pleasing and all of these things that we've dealt with and still deal with as adults that generations could have changed years ago, you know? And this is not saying I wish things were different. I'm like, I'm glad that we get to be the ones to do this, even when it, when it feels hard. Sure. There's times where I'm like, this is a lot. (laughs) And at the same time, we've said this so many times, it's a beautiful opportunity. We have the opportunity to change generations with Mm -hmm. things like setting boundaries in a Mm -hmm. kind way and not having it be to the extremes not having it be setting a boundary in a mean way, setting a boundary that's not actually a boundary or just straight up ignoring or avoiding a situation. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. It's, it's a beautiful opportunity. And honestly, I feel like it's such a, it's a learning experience too, because like Carly said, if you are not comfortable setting boundaries or you haven't st- like ever set boundaries, it's going to feel uncomfortable and weird. And it's going to, you have to keep doing it. It's like a muscle. <laughs> you have to keep working that muscle for it to become stronger and for you to feel more comfortable doing it. And there's probably going to be times where it still just feels uncomfortable because if it's a new person or whatever the situation may be, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so important. It matters. Yeah. And just like everything else, ask God what he thinks about it. Mm -hmm. Ask God what he wants you to know about it. Boundaries were made by God for God and for us. So peel back all the layers and let's get back to the basics. If this is confusing or if it's foreign or if it feels weird or if it feels mean or if people around you aren't doing it, go to God. Seriously, mm-hmm. read his word. There's sermons. There's these books. There's There are people out here trying to do this in a healthy way. And I think as believers, we have to stick together and talk about this stuff. Yeah. Because it matters to God, so it needs to matter to us. It does. And he's the one who, he's the one who set up boundaries anyways in the first place. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's our responsibility. Yeah. That's why I love, there's so many things I love about going to the beach, but I love it that it's so clear. You can see the boundary of the sand and the water. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's like such a representation of God's love and mercy. Like if this goes any further, we could all just be swallowed up with water, Mm -hmm. but it stops right here because God said so. Boundaries are God's idea. So it matters to him. It needs to matter to us. I love that so much. That's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, I think that we talked about everything. I think so too. Oh my goodness, we're wrapping up 2023. What? We're wrapping it up. That is so wild. So crazy. Well, we just want to say thank you for all of you guys who take the time and listen and share our podcast and support us. And we're so thankful for you all. Yes. Thank y'all for listening. And these 
These conversations mean so much to us. And we can't wait to have more of them. I can't wait to see what God calls us to talk about next year. Yes. All right, guys. We will be back next year. Oh, my goodness. Bye, (laughs) y'all.